Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Hello, everyone. I am sick, and we both just look so great today. We, we, there's no video this week, and honestly, I think it's for the best, because if you saw what we look like, like right now, it's a little bit alarming. I'm literally eating a bowl of soup, and Olivia has a blanket on and sunglasses, and I have a head wrap because I just washed my hair, so... Um, yeah, there's no video this week. We are thriving, though. It's been a hectic few weeks. Um, I'm sick right now, currently. And um, yeah, we I, honestly, we look iconic. I think we're, we're thriving in this life right now. Yeah, I don't know about thriving. Definitely surviving. I think that's yeah. the better word. We've, yeah. yeah, we've been talking, like, recently. I mean, <clears throat> if you guys have been following us on social media, you'll have seen that we've been all over the place. We were in Florida a few weeks ago, um, and we were doing this cool making space stuff. And um, yeah, you've been seeing the social media, like everything going on with us, and it's all fun, and it was fun, and it was a cool event. But like getting there, and then especially like coming home and like decompressing, and then all the stuff going on in our lives, we've been a little bit... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it was a very, it was definitely fun. I enjoyed every aspect of it. Traveling was a lot since we had to fly across the country. And I'm sorry if I'm a little, if I act a little weird this episode or also we didn't have an episode last week. I've just been, well, we've both been having a lot of stuff going on, but pretty much last Monday when I went back to work, I got a call from my mom and she told me my grandma wasn't doing the best. So I literally worked half a day on Monday and I had to get on another plane and fly back to Seattle. And I was there for another week. So I've just been traveling a lot and dealing with a lot of personal family things. So I wish we were able to talk about everything that happened in Florida a little bit sooner, but there's just been so much stuff happening that it's been a lot and I've been really distracted. So, yeah, I think, and I think those personal times are definitely important, especially when we just need rest and family support and just being able to breathe every now and then. So, you know, we weren't active last week, just know that it's for a reason, you know, things happen. Our lives um, can be really hectic, you know, million things can come up. Obviously we're full-time workers as well. So being able to just like take a breather every now and then is super important. But I do want to take this week um, and be able to just talk about the whole event and like leading up to it. Because I think, you know, there was a lot of charm to this this um, trip. And I'm just genuinely so happy that we were able to do it. I think in the end, I'm so happy with the product. I'm so happy with the mission, the goal and how it all turned out. And I'm just really proud that we were able <clears throat> to bring something to my community. And yeah, I want to just talk about it and uh, I feel like Charles Gross. So let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so essentially, I mean, you already know because we've talked about it multiple times. And if you follow us on social media, you know that we went to Florida with Spotify. And just to reiterate, if you don't remember or you weren't listening, which you should have been the first time, but we went to Florida for an initiative or a program with Anchor and Spotify called Making Space. So basically what the goal of the program is 
is to partner with local businesses um, or restaurants or community spaces um, to help uplift marginalized voices and put podcasting equipment in areas so that people can start a podcast or they can record their own type of content or whatever they want to do. So um, we got reached out to them about this opportunity like half a year ago at this point, like last June. Um, And we just started talking about it. And Olivia's from Gainesville, which is where we ended up going and had a really cool coffee shop, Curia on the Drag, that, you know, could potentially host this event. And we ended up or they ended up contacting April, who's the manager and everything ended up falling in place. So that's kind of the whole preface of the event and why we went is to help them launch this space for the community to use. And yeah, so we were there from Tuesday to Friday. So I guess we could just like go through all of the days and give a little recap of what we did. Yeah. And I think first and foremost, like it was such a cool opportunity. Like you said, we've been talking about it since June, which is crazy because like when we did Creator Day, that felt like yesterday and it's literally been so long and time really does fly. We've had such a busy year, such an important, vital year, I think, for the podcast, for our lives in general. So I am very proud of our growth this year and all that we've been able to do. And the fact that we brought something to a community of people and doing really amazing work like that is super important. And I'm just really honestly grateful for Anchor and Spotify to just be able to do this. And the people that work there, like honestly, amazing, amazing people. Uh, I want to give a shout out to like Zoe and Greg. We love Zoe and Greg. For like genuinely putting together a really cool, like making space, like a really cool initiative from the company and Um, I'm happy that we were able to like work with them and um, spend that time with them because, you know, through this all, if anything, we've made really great friends. But from there, I just want to say that, yeah, I think we both are coming from the West Coast to the East Coast when we go from, um, obviously, from where we live. I live in Seattle, uh, outside of Seattle. Gage is living in LA. So having to do that and then go all the way to Florida it's a little bit of a journey. It's a trek. And so that first day we left on a Tuesday. And so we were lucky that we are able to plan it out perfectly that our gauge left from LA and landed in Texas. And I left for my city and I landed in Texas. So we were able to have the, the connecting flight to Gainesville. And I thought it was great. Like I was happy that we were able to like sit together on the plane and it was cute. The plane wasn't like too big um but it was it was nice that we were able to <clears throat> see each other and jump on that plane um how did you feel about that the journey there was it annoying to you was it long <clears throat> what was your thoughts honestly yeah it was long the biggest thing for me is like i left my apartment at 4:30 in the morning california time and we landed in gainesville at like 4:30 eastern time So I'm like, I've been traveling for 12 hours technically, but also we had to go through 10 different time zones. Like I would, I would, I didn't even know what the fuck time it was pretty much the entire (laughs) time that we were in the air. Like I was so confused and discombobulated. So I would, I feel like that was definitely the hardest part of the journey was getting used to the time. And we can talk about this a little bit later too, but I feel like 
my eating schedule was so oh, messed same. up. Like we just didn't eat until like dinner time because mm. I wasn't hungry. I think my body was just confused. <laughs> no, j- and I'm not. I have a routine, I guess. And then once I'm not like in my routine of like the way, like my eating schedule, like we, I just like, I just my body shuts down and it just doesn't eat. And I think you might be the same way. But yeah, um, same. I so <clears throat> Emily went to Guatemala. My partner, she went to Guatemala. Uh, with her company. And so she had to take a really early flight to Dallas as a layover to Guatemala. So her flight ended up being the same flight that I was going to take on that Tuesday. So, but just a few days earlier. So I live an hour away from the Seattle airport. And so on that Sunday, I had to wake up at 2am to take her to the airport. And then so three days later or two days later, when I end up having to go, I have to wake up at 2am and then I have to leave a little bit earlier because I have to find parking and then get a shuttle to the airport. So the whole thing, I was up till 2 a.m. I was like, honestly, I was just surviving off adrenaline and the excitement of seeing everyone. <clears throat> but yeah, it was definitely a long day. And like you said, we are like our flights were at 6 a.m. And we ended up like getting there at <clears throat> like it was like a 12 hour trip altogether. So definitely long. Uh, it, the time went faster whenever I saw everyone and we were able to like hang out. And, you know, in the end, it was fine. I thought the trip there was fine. It was cute. We landed in Gainesville and I was just so nervous about like how everyone was going to perceive it and how I was going to perceive it because I'm moving back. Um, I'm actually moving back this Friday. So I was I was worried on like if I was going to regret this, this decision and like if people weren't going to have a good time. So I was just really nervous on on what what Gainesville was going to be, how it was going to be perceived by everyone. Honestly, I feel like we maybe are like D minus list celebrities, but in Gainesville, we're A list celebrities, honey. Truly. We truly are, especially you. Because I kept typing you up this whole time because I was like, this whole thing pretty much happened because of you and your recommendation. So you truly are the queen of Gainesville. So Tom Petty, who? Yeah, exactly. Who are the athletes that are from there? I don't remember, but they're. I think Phelps came out of Gainesville. No one cares about him. <laughs> Olympic like gold Tom medal. Brady, okay. Tom Brady, or there's a. Let me see. Did they Davis. set up a Spotify studio though? I don't think they did. Period. Right. Tim are Tebow. They queer, right. Are they queer allies. Tim Tebow. That's who it yeah. is. Well, he's irrelevant now. So. Right. Yeah. What's sports? You're joking. Sports or <laughs> podcasting equipment? Like, which one has more influence? I feel like <laughs> yours does. <Right>. Um, <laughs> I will say, yeah, I will say, I'm I'm happy that um, we were able to kind of do this, and there was a lot of. So I was worried, and this isn't like any knock to like anything. Like, I'm I'm just a part of me is a little nervous that like people are going to be like, oh, like Spotify, this company is coming to like a local, like, I don't know. I was worried people are going to have like a bad taste in their mouth. Like they weren't going to see the good in it because there is good in what we're doing. But like this, everyone was so excited about it. And so it like made me more excited. Like I was like, we are doing this really crazy, amazing thing and bringing like just free accessible podcasting equipment to a community of people. Um, So that was like really super exciting to see the response we were getting on social media of how people were genuinely thrilled about <clears throat> wanting to uh, have this resource in their community. 
But we ended up landing in Canesville, and it was cute, you know. The weather was beautiful. We went during the best time because I think if we went during any other time, you would have been miserable because we we felt a little humidity, but, like, it gets bad. And so we, like, we we went at the perfect time. And, yeah, I was happy that we we got to our hotels. Very fancy, first of all. They really hooked us up. I was like, they hooked us up. Yeah, yes. we had our own room. We both had like king size beds. And like it just looked very chic and stylish. So I felt really special being in the hotel room. I was like, oh, okay. I'm a celebrity here. And I think it was interesting because the hotel that we stayed in was literally across the street from the university. And I think our hotel was also like housing for students ish. So I think it was a really fun place to be in that area just to see like the university and it was really like lively, which I honestly wasn't expecting. I feel like I had certain expectations for going to Florida, but I feel like Gainesville wasn't like stereotypical Florida vibes that I yeah. Any Anytime people or I tell people I'm moving back to Florida, I'm trying to specifically not say Florida and just say Gainesville. Like I'm moving to Gainesville because like you really have to be in that environment to realize how different a Florida city is versus like a city that's a college town, a blue city, some place that's more progressive. I feel the same way about Savannah, Georgia or Atlanta, or even like Miami, even though Miami has become very <clears throat> conservative, but still like when you're around an environment of people from all walks of life um, and that are, you know, more progressive in their, their beliefs. Like you can feel that comfort in like those areas that may feel scary to be back in. And there's like a lot of bad news coming out of Florida lately, but like, I'm happy that everyone else felt the same way that I felt about Gainesville being the safe haven within like the craziness. And so, which is, makes me really happy that we were able to bring the resource to Gainesville. But yeah, it was fun. The first night we got there, we were able to go meet up with my my really close friends who like I really love. And um, we were able to go see my foster bunny who we're going to end up taking back and catching up. And I'm happy that you got to meet them too because they're like my my bestest of bestest friends and like genuinely like the, like the people that have influenced our, our lives more than anything. And like Emily and I are super grateful to have them as like good people in our lives. So that was nice. I love them. Shout out to Kate's being page. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I I can definitely see like why you'd want to go back after just being in Gainesville and meeting everyone. It makes sense. Like obviously it's nice to be on the West Coast. It's more progressive. But if you don't know anyone there and you don't have that community and it's just whatever, then you know it makes sense to go back. So I can definitely see why. Um, that was super fun. We went to go see them and your foster bunny, which was so cute. Like I kind of wanted a bunny. It was just so fat and chunky. <laughs> well, truly. They're, 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 they're a good time. Like they're definitely not animals that <clears throat> a lot of people think about getting or like are, are like special to them. I feel like people feel like they can connect to it. Um, but they are very special creatures and like there's always you can connect with any animal and especially rabbits. I feel like they're very misunderstood or people don't know how to take care of them. But yeah, I think I love our bunnies and, and I'm happy that 
you, I'm happy. You haven't even met Fig, but you met our foster bunny. I know. I, I feel like something funny. seems a little bit wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Whatever. But <clears throat> yeah, I think it was it was cool that we were able to do that. Um, but it was a very like once we got to Gainesville, we didn't want to like push it. Um, but I do want to talk about what we ate that first day. Okay. Because yeah, <laughs> so, give, me, give me your diet. Or what we didn't eat, day. actually. Right. So after we saw your friends and went to go see your bunny, we went to dinner. And at this point, it was probably like, what, 7, 8 p.m. And the only thing that I ate that whole day was some Auntie Anne's cinnamon bites. And that was at like 9 a.m. And you had like two of my pretzels and then had like some M&Ms or something. So we both didn't eat shit. So we get to the restaurant and we ordered some drinks and literally two sips in, I feel like I just had 17 shots in a row. And it was super embarrassing. I, I was like, why is this happening to me? Like, why am I so drunk? Do they, are the drinks just different here in Florida? Do they have a heavy hand or what's going on? And then I realized that we hadn't eaten literally anything all day. And that's probably why. And I think we were also like slightly delirious just from traveling. I was, I had a glass of wine. What's a glass of wine? Like half a glass of rosé. Yeah. Right. So it's like (laughs) 10%, right? Alcohol. And it was rosé. Like I was really feeling my um, what's her name from um, White Lotus, Tanya. Tanya, you were definitely. Yeah. I was feeling Tanya. her energy while I was having my glass of rosé, and like I don't, I, I don't, and it's crazy because the West Coast you typically get drunker quicker because the altitude you're you're ta- you're higher in altitude. Florida is below sea level, so like. It should not have happened, but I, I agree. I think with the deliriousness of traveling, as well as just not us eating all day, I literally, I bought M&M's, just like peanut butter M&M's. And I like had maybe like a half of the bag. It wasn't like crazy big, but like that's all I had the entire day. So then whenever we went to go eat, <clears throat> they brought out the drinks first. Maybe we, we got through like a few sips, half of it. I felt like what the way that I felt whenever I smoked, whenever I was with you, when I had two Trulies and a few Wait, puffs. Wait, it was of, that bad. So it wasn't like to the point where I wasn't there anymore, like where I felt like I truly was like out of it. But I was kind of getting to a point where I was panicking a little bit because I was like, I really, I need to like slow down because I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed with how I'm just like feeling like wobbly. So not being able to control the way that I'm feeling was stressful because we had such a long day. But by the time we like left the restaurant, I was like perfectly fine. It was just for that little span of time between drinking and then eating where I was like, whoa, like I feel like really weird. But it was, it's so funny though, because we truly got like a little bit, like a little bit like feel good tipsy um, off of like three sips, which was I was definitely tipsy. I, I didn't finish my drink because yeah, I was like, it. I I don't want to be the messy girl. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to have to call Zoe and Greg and be like, hey guys, um, I can't come tomorrow because I'm throwing up in the bathroom. So I stopped myself. But yeah, I got a Montreal <laughs> Mule and that's like my go-to drink. I can have like three, but I couldn't finish this one for some reason. 
Actually, I, I wanted to say that. that it was not a Moscow Mule if they don't put it in the, the freaking copper cup. Yeah. It was literally right. in like a wine glass with a straw. It Excuse like me? A mixed drink. <clears throat> well, it is a mixed drink, but... <laughs> Yeah. I'm not a drinker, but during this trip, I had like a few drinks, and I honestly, I think now I think I'm an alcoholic now. <laughs> I know you don't really drink. I know I'm just I'm such like a, and I, I've said this before where I I have this fear of being like too much where people like don't like me, and I already feel like I'm super goofy. So the feeling of not having control of myself and being even more goofy. I just get scared of how people perceive me. And I think it kind of eats away at like the reason why I'm nervous about like um, doing anything around people. <clears throat> so unfortunately I'm not, but after this trip, I was like, I'm having fun with my friends. This whole environment was really nice. And kind of going back made me realize that Gainesville is in such a scary place. Cause I used to be really scared of like the nightlife. I used to be scared of, I don't know how people perceive me there, but when I when you're when we're there and we're doing something this cool, it felt like not like a celebrity status, but like honestly, where I, I kind of felt a little bit untouchable, which I have always wanted that confidence where people have, where they're able to just leave the like their house or whatever and not have the social anxiety pressure placed on you. And I felt like I had that for such a long time, but I'm happy that I was able to leave Florida come back and then be able to really see Gainesville as this like really welcoming place, even more so than Olympia, Washington, which that's another thing. But yeah, I was, um, we drank, we had some really, it was pretty good food. Um, We fucked up the appetizers. I had barely any of my actual dinner because I was like so drunk that I started to get super hungry Mm -hmm. and just fucked up those fries and those corn <laughs> the nuggets. Mac and cheese. Yeah, the or the corn nuggets. That's yeah. What they yeah. And by the time the food came, I was like, um, I'm not really hungry. <laughs> we got boxes to take to go, and then we just threw them away on the. We walked back. To okay. Our, our also, hotel. I don't know why we decided to walk. <laughs> literally a 25 minute walk back to the hotel. At, literally at 10 p.m. So, that was fun. I will so, say, the men, which we'll elaborate on <laughs> a little bit further. There's like a little different there in Gainesville. Like when we were walking out of the, the restaurant, there's these guys playing pool and he literally like sprinted to the door just so that he could open the door for us. I was like, okay. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. That was like really fun. It was so funny whenever he did it. Cause he like literally sprinted. He literally like- ran. There was like, there's also another guy while we were having dinner who was like really feeling himself. He was just dancing, just walking <laughs> in like circles, just like dancing around everyone. It was just like really odd. Yeah. But, Here's the entertainment for the night. <laughs> right, right. Really. But yeah, I thought that was really funny. The fact that the men, yeah, you got some nice, that's the Southern hospitality for you. I guess. So yeah, we walked home and the funniest part for me when we were walking home is that I think we passed a frat house and the entire time that we were walking, there were just frat bros riding their little bicycles down the sidewalk. They were like, excuse me. And they all had the same outfit on. They all had khakis with like boat shoes and a collared shirt. 
They had their little uniform. That's like the Florida aesthetic, though. I don't know if anyone has seen that meme where the guy is like standing in yeah. like the the sidewalk on the sidewalk, sidewalk yeah. with his hands like that's in his. Literally, what they all looked like. <clears throat> and that picture was taken in Tampa, so that was like literally okay. Florida, like so that. that right. So that's the that's the Florida aesthetic for like these white men, especially these fraternity white men. But it was so they were literally it was like a uniform. They're all wearing the same thing. And I was so I thought it, we were like, never mind, I'm not gonna say it. But <clears throat> it was just so funny. <laughs> what were you gonna say? No, oh, I think no. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not important. It's just goofy, and I'm just like, it was like an inside joke. It's fine. But it was just funny seeing them all pass us in the bike, and like, I just I had a good time <clears throat> making fun of them because it was just they all like were like, like it felt like NPCs. They were all just yeah. like a character. How did you feel walking at night in Gainesville? Was it scary to you? Honestly, no. I felt fine. Mm -hmm. Maybe if I was alone, it would have been different, but I felt perfectly fine. Yeah. And we were very robbable. Well, we were. We both had our little designer bags. Like, if someone really (laughs) wanted to fuck us up, they could have. My designer bag with, like, my quarters and my purse. I know. I had, like, a pack of gum and some pimple patches. (laughs) <laughs> i guess the bag is what it's for right but That's um <clears throat> yeah so i yeah emily and i used to do that all the, all the time where we would go out drinking or we would go out and we would just walk back to our um apartment um so it's very much i think i'm just very comfort comfortable comfort comfortable in the area so i think it's not scary it's not intimidating um I mean, we walked like two, three miles in um, West Hollywood, and so yeah, so, we yeah, we love to walk. Something we're about walkers. us when we when we're together is that we love to. Walk. <laughs> that's like that's our love language is walking. Yeah, we don't have to take a, a car. Like we'll just walk, <laughs> even if it's unreasonably far. Mm-hmm. We're gonna walk. But I will say, Gainesville's Ubers. Like I was just like swiping my card left and right. I was like, oh, $5 to go like two miles? Let's go. They were so cheap. That's mm-hmm. insane. Because in LA, it's like, first of all, to leave the airport, it's like $98. And then to go down the street, it's probably 30 or 40 So mm-hmm. that was nice and refreshing. Yeah. it's. Cr- I remember when I, it was like 2019, I think the first time I went to LA, or maybe it was 2018. Um, <clears throat> an Uber from the airport when whenever that whole airport system wasn't there, where they would just pick you up from the front. I think we spent like maybe thirty dollars to get to Beverly Hills, and then now with the system they have, it's truly like a hundred dollars in LA to go from from anywhere from the the airport to wherever you need to get to. But yeah, so Gainesville was, was super cheap, and I think a lot of the food, the drinks there, are super cheap compared to the West Coast. I, the one place I didn't get to take you was Publix, which if there's anyone yeah. else from the South that knows about Publix, they know that shopping is a pleasure. What I was supposed to get a chicken tender, tender sub. sub. That's, that's literally my dream meal. <laughs> I love a good sandwich and I love chicken tender, so I'm upset. You, Maybe next time. I think you would have loved it. Yeah. But yeah, so that was like the end of our first night there, which was Tuesday. So already we're having, you know, we're doing some stuff. Um, the next day, we had to get up pretty early, and um, obviously, I didn't. I don't think I went to bed until like one a.m. I was so like weirdly jet lagged, 
you don't think three hours is a lot of time, but it really is. Like it really messes up your your eating schedule and everything. So we show up. I didn't really, un, I didn't realize what the whole event was going to feel like. I didn't know what the days were going to be like. We didn't really know until we got there. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that Thursday or that Wednesday, uh, we woke up. We woke up early and we had to do like our photo shoot that day. So we just did like B-roll filming for <clears throat> behind the scenes of the whole event, and then we also did our photo shoots, which I don't. We we killed it. We look like models. No. So, I mean, neither of us are models. I feel like I look better in person than I do in pictures because I simply do not know how to pose. I don't know how to smile. Like, sometimes I look at my pictures and me smiling and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I I need to be taking a selfie because I need to be fully aware of what I look like in order to have a good photo. So, I think we both just are a little bit delusional in the sense that we think we always look like shit. So um, the fact that everyone was like hyping us up and just after seeing the pictures, they turned out super, super good. So. And it's funny because you say you don't know how to model or you don't know how to pose, but like, and like I, we're our, we're all of our worst critics, but you look so good in every picture that I like, look at them. I'm like, damn Gabe, just like, she is that bitch. Like it was like, they all came out really good. So I, I love that. And I'm really, you know, I'm happy we're able to do it. But the compliments we were getting, like shout out to the production crew, Lexi, who was just like really hyping us up because that was really sweet. And it helped ease the tension a little bit because it was a little awkward, I'd say, having to take pictures of yourself. And also the cafe was still open. So people were like walking around drinking coffee. And here we are like walking through with our big ass lights and a camera and like, trying to take pictures <laughs> in front of everyone. They're like, okay, what are you guys yeah. doing? <laughs> that It got really awkward for me the, on, on the next day, on Thursday, because I mean, I'll, I'll explain it in a second. But yeah, definitely with the coffee shop still being open, there was a vibe where I'm like, I don't want people to be like, I don't know. Like I, I just felt a little like awkward because it's like a little small town and I feel like everybody knows everybody and I was just like a little like nervous that like I don't like to stick out too much. I think that's kind of like my my thing is I like to just <clears throat> avoid everyone as much as possible especially cuz I have such bad social anxiety. But I was I felt a little more confident that Wednesday everyone was so sweet. I feel like there wasn't too many people at the cafe. Um <clears throat> but again, our food, the one thing we had that morning was I had a cookie and I think you had a brownie. Yeah, I had a brownie and a vanilla ice latte. And we didn't eat until like 4 p.m., I think. Right? What did we We eat? Pizza that day. Yeah, we had pizza. So we got there at like 9, 9, 8 or 9. We ended up finishing at like 12 or 1. So we were there for a good four hours taking pictures and doing B-roll stuff. Um, and then after that, we, we were done for the day. The Spotify team stayed to do some other stuff and set up for the event the next day, but we ended up being able to go and tour your future or actually your current home. Like you, it's yours. So we got to see what the unit looked like, which was really cool. Um, yeah, I was so excited about it. That was like one of the, I was, there was like a few plans that I wanted to make sure that I was able to do, 
One was obviously do all the stuff with making space, making sure it came out as good as possible. Two, being able to see Kate's being page. And three, being able to see the apartments or the apartment that we got. So we were able to see my specific unit and it is so beautiful. I was like, yeah. the whole area was really nice. It wasn't too chaotic. It was pretty chill. And um, the unit that we ended up getting, oh, a garage. I'm so jealous. It's so nice. It looks like a little house. Like it, it doesn't really even look like an apartment. Like you have a garage, you have a staircase, you have two staircases and like, okay. You have a front door with like a little, like it just looks like a cute little house. I'm so excited about, it. I mean, and it's the same price we pay here, which is like, makes it so like amazing is that we have like a nice little, a little home to ourselves that I'm genuinely so excited to like utilize. Emily loves to build stuff, and um, now we have a garage for her to do that. Um, so we're just we're both very pumped to be able to live in a place that <clears throat> we're going to be super happy to have like this next chapter in our life. But yeah, amazing! It was a little loft, and um, I just have a lot of visions. I took a lot of videos for Emily, and she was just like, "We're like over the moon, like excited about it." So that's all we've been able to talk about, and like I just. I can't wait because our, our our trip is going to be like nine days or something like that, our, our road trip. Or no, I think it's it's down to seven. So we're leaving on Friday. We're getting there the next Friday. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting, an interesting thing. But we were super excited with how the apartment looks and being able to see it actually was awesome. I'm happy you were able to to look at it with me, but I want to talk about the Uber that picked us up. Oh yeah, from- and oh, it's funny because it it like you'll see later on. But basically, we get into the Uber, and the man is like, "You guys are pretty," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, thank you." And he didn't say anything else the rest of the drive. He just decided to tell us that we were pretty, and I can see. Like, you can see the rearview mirror, like, you know, if someone's looking at you. And he, every time the car stopped or anytime he was not actually moving, he was, like, looking in the rearview mirror at us in the back seat. So that was a little strange. Um, I mean, I, I definitely accept the compliment, but that's just, like, a weird thing. So especially if you don't say literally anything else, like, it sounds like you're going to traffic us, like... Those are the vibes that I was getting. Yeah. I mean, we walked into the Uber and the first thing is like, you both are pretty. And it was like, that was it. And so like immediately we were just, okay. And then he's going to come back. Don't worry. He comes, he comes back into the conversation a little later, but yeah. So we ended up getting to, we were like, we need to eat. We haven't eaten all day. We ended up getting to a pizza place. We both like had one slice and I don't even know if we finished it. I had like two thirds of it and I didn't even finish this, the, the, the slice. Of, I mean, it was a big slice, but the slice of pizza. Yeah, I think I finished mine. It was really good. You got to, I also got a like custom root beer and you're kind of like a little bit of a root beer hater and you ended up liking it. So I will say I don't like root beer, but like whenever I tried yours, I was like, wait, this is like everything. Root beer is iconic. The place we went to is called Satchels and like they're, they're known for like making their own like beverages. They made their, they make their own sodas. So I had like a little like Sprite and you had a root beer. 
and it was really good. The whole food, it was a good environment, nice. Um, we were there for a very short amount of time, and then we ended up, at that point, we just went back to the hotel, right? Yeah, we were there for a while, just like planning social posts and everything for the next couple of days or so. Um, and then we went back to the hotel and chilled out for a little bit. And then we ended up going to the university just to like walk around. And that was very strange for me because <laughs> I graduated college in 2017, 2018. And I'm the tw- I'm 28, and the kids that were walking around looked to be about 12, at least <laughs> me. And it just really reminded me how old I am, which was really great. I loved um, experiencing that, but it was cute. It was it's a nice campus, I think, and it also like brought back some memories of when I was in school. But it mostly just made me feel really old. But you were able to show me a lot of places that you worked at um, and you had a connection with. So. <laughs> well, if anyone has lived or has lived in UF, at UF or Gainesville, um, Wright Student Union, like the main student center, I worked like in every area and that I worked in the bookstore and all the restaurants. <clears throat> I literally worked everywhere. But yeah, I like wanted to just like take you around the campus to kind of just see the main areas. <clears throat> And I, I really wanted to show you the gator that like lives there. And I was like, that's it. I swear that's it. And it was oh just God. a, it was a pile of stuff. It was literally a, like a rock, like a log just floating in the water. And you were like, it is the gator. <laughs> okay. But there is a gator that like, that swims around there. And like, I promise. I believe I mean, it was, you. It was a cold day. Maybe that they were just like, I don't know, hiding or something. But <clears throat> I was able to show you, we saw a tour, like a high school tour. And it was, it alarmed me. I was like, these kids are, I think they're, they have to be seniors going into college next year. And they look like toddlers. I was like, oh, I'm old. Like you said, like, I'm, I'm old. This is crazy. Yeah. And you know, when you're like taller than most of the boys too, like they're still growing. (laughs) Like they haven't even finished puberty yet. That's the, that's the thing that was getting to me. I was like, okay, great. I'm going to just turn into dust and blow away in the wind apparently it was super wild and like that's the one downside about the university or being near the university is that it's this impending doom of like i'm getting old and everyone here that comes in they're all staying young because they all they all cycle in every year and they're they're young and so you just you can feel your age when you work on campus or you're around all these students so that's why i try not to go on campus as much these days but yeah, so so we ended up doing that, um, and then we uh, I just gave you a tour of campus, and then that night we ended up having. <gasps> Wait, I got my ear pierced. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what happened. We yeah. we went from the pizza place to get your ear pierced, and yeah. then we had to go to the Bank of America because I had to do this whole. <clears throat> it's yeah, it was there's a bunch of little things, but yes. How did you feel about the piercing plate? How did it heal? Are you good? I'm perfectly fine. Okay. Great. Honestly, like everything that I'm piercing at this point is places that I've pierced before. So maybe that might be a little, it might be easier on me, but I got my tragus done and it was super fun. The piercer lady was like nice and it was super quick. So yeah, I got my piercing and then you got another septum ring. Yeah. 
um, my septum ring is now, it's not the, like the bull, like two edge. It's like the, I think it's called like an infinity ring or something. It's just like the, it's the one that just goes across, which I prefer. I really, I've been feeling a little weird about my piercings lately and I just wanted, I don't know. I feel like I'm, my face piercings, I feel like I'm trying to make myself look young. It doesn't make sense, but I, for some reason I'm like, it's, it, does it look like I'm trying to be like younger by having this? And I'm not old. I'm only 26. But a part of me is like, do I look weird or not professional? Because I, I like work at a company and I'm like, I want to come off as like more professional. And so it's just been eating away at me that I wanted some change. So this little ring, I love it. It's good. But yeah, I the piercer you, you went to, she did, I think she did both of my, because I had both of my uh, sides of my nose pierced. I think she did one or two sides and she, I think she might've did my septum. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, I've been to her a few times. She was, she's good. I'm happy you ended up with her. There's also a guy piercer there who's a little more intimidating, but yeah, she was sweet. She was really nice. She was like, do you want a picture of a needle in your ear? And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm okay. She did say, she was like, did I, have I pierced you before? And I was this like, was no, so funny. Babe, I literally live in, like LA, so definitely not. And she told me that she's pierced another girl named Gage before, which I thought was interesting because I have never in my life ever seen another girl Gage. So I want to meet her. If you're the girl Gage in Gainesville, like, let me know. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, you have to find her for me. Yeah, if I find her, I will FaceTime you with her and be yeah. like, I need you to like talk with my friend. Yeah. But <clears throat> that was really funny though. Whenever she said that, I was like, okay. Okay, queen of gauges. Yeah, so that was but, fun. And then I think after that, we just went back and chilled for a little bit. And then we ended up going out to dinner mm-hmm. and some other places. I think that was like the funnest night that we weren't like doing the event stuff. I agree. Right? was on Wednesday. Where did we... Oh, we ended up going to Dragonfly that night. Yeah. Right? We went to Dragonfly with Greg and Zoe from Spotify and then your friends that we had met previously. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Um, Just like having everyone interact with each other. It was like pouring cyclone rain and I... I don't know why I didn't look at the weather. I just assumed that Florida was like, oh, it's sunny and like warm. Um, but it was pouring rain and I didn't even bring a jacket. I had, Same. we both had like these little thin like crop tops on with pants. Um, so we were like dying and freezing of hypothermia also because we were eating outside and the rain, it was literally raining sideways. So like I was getting a little bit of rain backsplash, but the food was really good. At yeah. least. It we, had, <laughs> we had Dragonfly, which was it was it was a fun time. We had to wait a little bit for the the table. And the only table that was big enough was outside. And it sucks because I was really hoping we'd sit by one of those fire things because I was freezing. Like Florida's notorious for raining for five minutes and stopping, but for some reason this rain wouldn't let up and it was just like little splashes of us just like just like misting on us and it was so cold. And so I was just like shivering. You had a you had a nice like hot soup though. You had ramen. Yeah, I got ramen so. specifically because it was fucking cold and raining. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. 
So <clears throat> that was that was a fun. And then oh, right after we went to the arcade bar, um, which yeah. it was just an impulsive thing that I asked everyone if they wanted to do, and uh, we walked over to it, and it was really we played we had a ski ball like um, tournament. I just want to say that Olivia almost killed me with a an umbrella when we were walking to the bar because it was still raining and we were like huddled under a tiny ass umbrella sharing it. And this bitch almost killed me <laughs> about three different times. Wait, what did I do? You kept, I forget. I think you were like talking, you were just talking to people and like you would turn to like make eye contact with them. And as you turn, I was getting assaulted by the umbrella. But it's okay. I'm I'm still here. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm I don't. Okay, hear me out. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I had one drink at that point, so I was feeling. I think that was it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was fun. We went to the little like arcade bar and we played a couple games. We played together. We played like. I don't know. It was like House of the Dead or like some zombie shooting game. And <laughs> we I. We were fucking it up, but you kept shooting the civilians. Like, so the second they would pop up on the screen, dead headshot. I was like, girl, like your aim was on point, but you were just shooting innocent people. Okay, but why is it so hard to kill all the bad people? But for the civilians, it's just like boom, one shot. We're just like dead. right in front of the screen, super easy to shoot at. That was. I so will say, I just, uh, you know, I'm just. I had to really cosplay the military in this moment, you know. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, let it all loose. It doesn't matter who it's, I'm killing. It just, it's, it's, I'm playing. Yeah, I mean that's what they do. <laughs> right. Bro. We just had to get into the character. And and we did, and yeah, I ended up like having because one person can like die out of the game, and I ended, you kept going for I think a little while after I ended up having to like put more money in because I kept killing the civilian. Yeah, so that was fun. We didn't stay there, or at least that point part, for very long because the whole reason we went is because we wanted to play ski ball. And when we went there, it was like free ski ball all day. So right. we didn't have to pay for anything. We could just keep playing over and over again. So we kind of like took over that entire section, which I kind of felt bad because people were like, okay, like when are you guys going to like leave? But right. we had to have our tournament. That was really important. And I will say, and I get why they don't want trans women in sports, because (laughs) Cage and I, we did a tournament, and we both won one, and then we, like, we ended up having to face each other, which is really funny, because there was, like, seven of us, and we, out of all of us that competed, we both, like, did the best. Yeah. Which I think it's it's really funny. Yeah, that's why trans women shouldn't be allowed to play (laughs) people, because especially you, with your little 100s and 50s. I, for some reason, I don't, I mean, my dad had ski ball growing up. So I like know, I have like a technique in my head of like how you're supposed to like do it. So I think that's why like my brother and I used to like talk about like are the best ways of, of like how to do ski ball. So I think a little bit of me has that muscle memory, but like, honestly, it was all just like, I was just throwing it. And the first one that I played, I got like three hundreds in a row. It was like crazy. And um, it ended up that was the best game I, I did. But <clears throat> whenever we all played, it was between me and you. You beat me the first round, and then during the second round, we ended up having to face each other again. And then I got you during that second round. 
Yeah. But it was really fun. We were the the top ones for sure. Yeah, that was that was super fun. And so <laughs> while we were there, I Oh my god. <laughs> I I'm very hyper aware of my surroundings. I don't know why, but I just am. I think I feel like I I just like to know who's around me and just to be safe because you know anything could happen. So when we got there, I could like feel someone staring at me. And I confirmed that when we were playing ski ball, like I could see there were like these two guys, but one of them was like staring at me for quite some time. So I was like, okay, I feel like there's a possibility that this man might come up to me at some point in the night. And I hope that doesn't happen because it's embarrassing. And we're also with like our friends from Spotify. So like, I don't want to like deal with all of that in front of them. So we, after ski ball, we ended up playing Mario Kart, which was also super fun. Um, I ended up winning. I couldn't let you win everything. Like I had to win at least one thing. You destroyed me. You were right on my ass the entire time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we played Mario Kart. And then after that, we were just kind of like chilling at the bar with Greg and Zoe, like not doing anything. And this guy, the guy that was staring at me just comes over and he's like, hey. And I was like, hey. And I didn't even give him a chance to talk. I was like, I have a boyfriend. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm coming over here because I thought that you looked like really familiar and that I've seen you before. And I was like, oh, that's weird because I like don't live here. So you definitely haven't seen me before. Um, so yeah, it was just like, I, I don't like being hit on in front of like other people because it makes me feel like really awkward that they had to like watch me deal with that. Like he was nice. He wasn't like disrespectful in any way. And I get it. Like shoot your shot, do whatever you need to do. But it's just like, I don't know. I felt like kind of a work thing. So it was weird to have to deal with that in front of Greg and Zoe. But I I agree. I I mean, I I understand. I mean, it kind of, it's it's also very like othering to be like involved. Like, you know, we were in a group setting. It wasn't just like, Maybe it was you and me going out and people were approaching us because we were just like, you know what I mean? It was just like, it was a group setting. We we're all just talking and it just, I don't know. It was, it was just really odd for him to come do that. So I could feel, I could feel the uncomfortableness it made you. And it is wild. You have like a really good intuition on like the environments that you, you put yourself in. I feel like you're very, you analyze the room very well and like the environment, you're very observant. which sometimes I feel like maybe I need to be more of because yeah, you're able to like really feel the energy of, of people around you, which I think is super important. And so I'm really sorry that happened. That was, we all just kind of like got quiet because we were in the middle of a conversation and all of a sudden someone approaches you and then we just all kind of turned to look (laughs) and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like sitting next to Greg on purpose I was like, maybe he will be interpreted as my boyfriend and people will leave us alone. But evidently not really work. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was fine. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. It was just like, I don't know. Like I said, the men in Gainesville, they're really bold, I guess. The, the Southern hospitality, um, I don't know if it gives them like extra sense of whatever they need to come up to people. But yeah. 
Yeah, it was very interesting. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. That <clears throat> that was a weird way to end the night, I will say. So I'm very sorry. But it was funny yeah. to just kind of joke about it. Because <clears throat> it was very, just it was so odd, the situation. <clears throat> sorry, I don't mean to be annoying. But yeah, so that kind of wrapped up our night. I felt like that was the last thing to happen. And then we jumped into the Uber. And then we ended up going back to the hotel and... That was end of day two for us. Yeah. And so the third day, which was Wednesday, which I will say was the hardest day for me. Thursday. Oh, that was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. That was the the day of the event and also the day we were shooting social media stuff for Anchor. <clears throat> that was definitely the hardest day for me. And I don't know if you felt that too, where like all the energy, all the good vibes from the was were all in the day before. There was a lot of fun excitement. And then for Thursday, it was kind of like doom. I felt this doom. And I don't know if you felt similarly. Yeah, we're both introverted, definitely. I would say I'm very good at like pretending like I'm not or like putting on my extrovert pants when I need to when I'm in that situation. So that's what I did pretty much the entire day. I was like faking it, like having conversations with people. I didn't want to be like I wanted to go home and just lay in bed but I was like I can't do that I have to stay strong I have to be talkative and like interact with people so it was really hard especially because we got there super early we had to film some social media content and they for half of it they kind of let us just do our own thing and again the cafe was open so we were like recording rocking around and talking to the camera and like doing stuff for Anchor while people were like studying and having coffee dates in the cafe. So that was like kind of weird, just like super awkward to do that because I don't even like vlogging in public. So like the fact that we had to like film stuff was a lot. It takes a lot out of you. And then we also had to do some other content that was somewhat scripted. It wasn't like super scripted, but we had to memorize certain specs of like the equipment because we were doing an equipment run through and some other things. So it took us like an hour and a half just to get some good takes because we had to memorize all these different names for like microphones and soundboards. And the names were like super complicated, like ABCDX12570. Like we have to memorize all of that. So that was also super tiring, just having to keep repeating ourselves over and over again if the take wasn't good. Like we were actors. If It literally felt like we were actors on that day on set. So that was the most like draining part, I feel like. I felt really bad because um, I'm sure you felt it for me where I was, I felt I was very overperformed. I had to keep up. I just kept apologizing because I was so emotionally exhausted where um, I feel like I resort to just over talking and I, I just felt so bad. I was just trying to kind of explain how like, I'm just, I'm, I feel so scatterbrained. I couldn't like, focus on the videos we were making. It was so hard for me to memorize the script. I kept getting overly like anxious at the idea that I'm performing right now. I'm, I am acting. I'm like doing this, like this shoot and I have to like memorize this in two seconds. And if I don't, they get mad. And obviously that's not the case. Everyone's super patient. I got you like all of y'all were super nice. But for me, I was just like overwhelmed with the social like activities we had been doing all like the past few days. And then going into this day where the jet lag was kind of hitting me and the adrenaline was like stopping. 
And so I was super tired and I just felt like I couldn't focus. And so we ended up getting coffee, which helped a little bit, but I was just so drained that day. And I felt so bad because I felt like everyone could feel it. And I I was just like, I don't know. I was, I felt so guilty. And like, I know that maybe it comes off worse for me because I'm in that environment, but I just, I know that filming, that content was so hard for us. It probably took a lot longer than it should have. And it was really awkward. Definitely have, I have, I have a lot of bloopers that I want to share, but I don't think I can, but it was just like us kind of like going through the takes over and over and over again, just trying to make sure that it comes out really great. But yeah, I definitely felt really bad because I was super exhausted. Not only were we like trying to, we had a lot of going on that day. We had to get ready for the panel and there was panel questions and we wanted to be really prepared. So we're kind of working, running through the panel questions. You were typing at lightning speed, just kind of getting a like a rundown. And my brain was not on. You were, my, you were in the hotel room and like I, you, I was sitting next to you and I just like, I like wasn't awake, I guess. I, don't, I like was just looking at it and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm even doing right now. And so you were just like lightning speed, just (laughs) getting ready. And then so having to like think about these questions that we were going to answer later, then having to memorize the social media content, then having to get prepared because we were going to have an interview with The Alligator, which is a local publication there. There's a lot of moving parts that day and a lot of pressure, I think. So that made things really um, difficult for me. Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, we're not, we don't do this every day. Like this is the first... One of the first times, I mean, it was our first photo shoot ever together. We don't really do like scripted things either. So, I mean, we've never done this before. I think Zoe was really understanding. I don't think she was upset. I definitely wasn't upset that it was taking a little bit of time. So I think, I mean, obviously for yourself, you, you feel like it's like an inconvenience for everybody else. But I think it wasn't due to anyone making that environment feel uncomfortable. It was just due to the fact that we were a little tired and this isn't something that we do often, but it was fun. Um, we had to do all of our content. We also practiced for the panel, like you said, and then we just kind of like took a break. I could sense that you were kind of out of it a little bit just because of everything that was going on. And I kind of was too. So it was nice that we took a break. We sat outside and we saw a cat on a leash just oh, like yeah. playing around in the little courtyard area. And that honestly like restored some of the energy that I needed to keep going. It was so cute. It looked exactly like Fig and Nike. It was their sibling. So I think we really needed that break. Yeah. Like it was really, that was what I think helped me kind of get my energy back was to actually eat food because we weren't eating. Granted, I, I had like maybe just some tater tots and that was it, but it was still like a meal to just absorb and just kind of, you know, be able to breathe. But yeah, the cat on the leash was just, it. just the vibes from there. I was like, okay, it's going to be a good day. I just have to get through it. But yeah, it was definitely hard for me um, that day. <clears throat> like, like you said, we're both very introverted and it's part, it's a reason why we don't have like guests on the podcast as much as people want sometimes. It's just like, I think a little bit harder for us to like turn on that like social mode and like ask people things, you know, we've been friends for so long. It's easy for us to just jump off one another, but then to like talk with new people and having to do that in interview based is kind of hard for us sometimes. And so can you, if you can imagine like us being around new people all day, that was definitely pretty hard for us. Yeah. 
It was definitely a lot. So we, we took that break. And then at that point, there was a couple hours left for us to get started. And we were able to, so we got reached out to by the alligator. Um, which is the publication for the University of Florida, like the day before. So the girl from the alligator came like an hour before the event. And she was honestly so cute. Like I loved her. And she basically just asked us a lot of questions that were, that we were going to be addressing in the panel. So that was, I feel like that was a, a nice warm up for us to just kind of like talk through it with her because that's what um, we were going to be talking about in the panel. And I feel like at that point, the nerves did start to kick in a little bit. But at least for me personally, having done Creator Day in LA like six months prior, I, I wasn't as nervous as I was then just because we were expecting a lot less people to come. It wasn't like a room full of 100 people that were also content creators. It was just like people from the community. So for me, it was, it wasn't as nerve wracking. But I know for you as someone that's going to be living in a part of that community, it might be a little bit different just because you know people. And it's like, if you mess up or do anything embarrassing, like you live there. So like you might run into these people again, whereas I I will probably never see them again. Yeah. I, I was really nervous leading up to it for some reason. I'm more than creator day um, because like you said, it was just my, it's my people. Um, but my, by by the time of the panel, my social battery was drained where I didn't even care anymore. I was just like, okay, like let's just do it. Like I had my I was just so like I just felt like a little bit on autopilot. But once we actually sat down and did the panel, then I had that like energy and I was really I really and you and I both are really passionate about the podcast, about this initiative. We were super excited to do it. So although we're talking about how tired we were and like how Sometimes being social is hard for us. We genuinely had a good time. I don't want to like make it sound like we weren't having fun or things were, <clears throat> you know, not good. We um, really loved doing this, and we would do this a million times over our current job today. It was just something very new to us, and we're still kind of getting used to this. We also have, I think, a little bit of imposter syndrome, kind of having this whole event, and our names are behind it, and it's crazy that we're with Spotify. I think there's also a little bit of that imposter syndrome that kind of feels like maybe we don't deserve this, but um, we genuinely like love doing this and it was really, really fun. And I'm, I'm super happy that <clears throat> this all kind of worked out in the way that it did because that panel was so beautiful. Um, it was really an intimate setting and I was just really excited about it. And I think there's videos coming out soon, but um, I'm, I'm really proud of how this event turned out and, that night was really nice. They had like local vendors, people that had like um, that brought drinks and food, and the food was really great. All vegan, all gluten free. We're converting you to vegetarian. That's what's happening. Okay, so the food that I had, it was so fucking good, and it was vegan. It was crazy to me that that was. I think that was the best thing that I had when I was there, and it was all vegan. It was so delicious. It was like, I don't even know what it was, honestly. <laughs> it was like, um, what are those things called? Chickpeas. Yeah, chickpeas. I love chickpeas. I'm a chickpea <laughs> stand now. Yeah, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, there was like those chicken tenders, which those I was able to have a little bite of, which was too. super good. And then they also, I think there was like Indian food there that like 
really great. Yeah, that's what so, I got. And so, honestly, loved it. And I loved it so much. And it was really fun to be able to be <clears throat> like to be around friends and everything that night. Because once the panel was over, we were able to just kind of chill a little bit. We had that little moment with um, with uh, Greg and Zoe where we were, we were able to kind of decompress, have a little like time for ourselves to talk. And it was just really sweet. So we ended up, you know, that, that night really well. And we just had a ton of fun. So I'm like really proud of what we were able to do and all that, you know, everything that came from it. <clears throat> and so I guess that leads us to the next day because then it's now it's Friday and now it's time for us to go home. <laughs> but we don't go home until like 4 p.m. Eastern time, right? It was like yeah. 4 p.m. when our flight left or something. Yeah. So we had to check out of the hotel at 11 and like, what the fuck are we supposed to do until 4 p.m.? So Zoe like went, I think she went somewhere else in Florida because she likes diving. So she was going to go dive and like spend the weekend there. But you and I and Greg were like, what, what do we do? So we went to get some brunch, which was really good. Um, we got brunch, just like hung out for a little bit. And then we ended up going to the, it was like a, like a butterfly exhibit yeah. thing mm-hmm. or like a museum essentially at the university, which was super fun. Yeah, we, I was, I was nervous about brunch because everyone kept hyping it up. Everyone was talking about how it's so great but I had been there one time and whenever I walked in, it smelled like dog shit to me. And so I was really worried about going back, but Casey was like, no, like it's really good. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, I don't know. Like I went there when it first opened and I like, like I didn't eat any of the food, but like, I just kind of, I got the coffee and I just like got a weird vibe. But then when we went, it was like the best brunch and gains I've ever had. Like it was so good. And the coffee was so good. So <clears throat> it was like really fun to just like be able to have a nice brunch with you. But yeah, I t- I was torn between taking you guys to Depot Park, which was just a, like it's just a big park that we can go kind of walk around in. And there's like food trucks there, but we had just had food. So I was like, maybe, you know, we, I mean, we have to spend some hours. I don't think walking around a park is going to be that fun. So I decided to take you to the, the butterfly exhibit and um, to see the butterflies in this natural history museum. Not natural history museum. It's like, <clears throat> and like it, it was a lot of like fossils and like dinosaurs in this museum and a lot of these cool little things. And so I was able to like walk you guys through the butterfly exhibit and it was really cute. I'm really happy that we were able to do it. She made me nervous. She was like, it's cold. So the butterflies are not flying today. If you wait a few hours, then we're going to do a butterfly release. But right now it's cold. So they're not flying. But then when we went through, it was really cute because they were all just kind of laying everywhere. So we were able to get really close to them. Yeah. We also saw two butterflies mating with each other. Literally in front of everyone. They had no shame. They were just going at it. I got pictures too. I might post them. It was so beautiful though. I feel like also when I was there, I didn't feel like Florida, obviously, because we were in like a little Mm -hmm. like oasis with waterfalls it was just really peaceful in there we spent like a lot of time in there we walked back and forth a few times it wasn't very big but 
there wasn't really anything else for us to do. So we just spent some time in there with the butterflies. I'm not afraid of butterflies, but the way that they fly is very erratic. So like anytime it would fly past me, I would freak out (laughs) and start screaming. But it's not like I'm afraid of them. It's just like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, where is it going to land on my body? You kept saying one to land on you and I then I kept and then whenever it would get close to you you would freak out but I was I'm the same it, they're like they're scary yeah just because they're like all over the place and we oh we were trying to watch one hatch too because they oh, were yeah. a lot of them we outside of the exhibit they have like an on display the some of the butterflies hatching from their cocoons and so we saw one like trying to open up its wings and we stayed there for about like 10 minutes really just trying to see if we could see it hatch. But um, we ended up, that's before we went into the museum or the, the butterfly exhibit. And yeah, it was nice vibes. Uh, Gainesville is nice because it has those mossy trees that I think are like, make it really not feel so dry and dead. So we were able to see that. And, <clears throat> but, you know, after that, we, you know, we got our little souvenirs from the souvenir shop and we go back to, we go to the airport from there. And we go home, which we left around. You guys left maybe like 30 minutes before me. Um, I have to go. So this trip is long for me. It's long. And I know it's long for you. I'm leaving at like 5 p.m. or whatever the time it is. And I won't get home until midnight. Eat what? PST. So that's one, two, that's 3 a.m. Eastern time. So if I'm leaving at 5 and I'm getting home till 3 a.m. Eastern time. That's like, that's a long trip. So yeah, I have to fly up and it's not like I'm flying to to Dallas and then to Seattle like I did last time. I have to fly to North Carolina, then to Seattle, which didn't save me any time. It was just really like frustrating to kind of deal with. But I know you had a very fun little thing happen to you. So Greg and I's flight back to LA got delayed by 20 minutes in Gainesville. So we're like, oh, okay, that's fine because we have an hour layover in Dallas. So we should be fine. Um, So we get on the plane. There's a delayed takeoff because apparently they had to like refuel the plane. So that took up some time. And then when we got to Dallas, I'm not kidding. We drove around the entire airport. Like we landed and we drove for 15 minutes until like we got to the gate. So I was like, I was, so, we were so stressed at that point. Like I'm not like a stander, like when the airport, when the plane lands, I'm not the type of person that stands up and like is a super obnoxious and is like, get me off the fucking plane. But the second we touched the floor, we both like booked it into the, to the aisle because we, we needed to connect to our flight because at that point it was like, it was 6.45 when we got off the plane. And our connecting flight left at 7. So we had like 15 minutes to get to the gate. So we get off. We have to take a shuttle because the Dallas airport is so fucking big for whatever reason. Um, so we're fully sprinting through the airport. I'm sweating. I Three of my nails pop off of my fingers. And we get to the gate. And the gate's closed. And they had closed the gate. 20 minutes before boarding or 20 minutes before takeoff. So the gate was closed before we even got off of our last flight. And we're like, okay, obviously upset because there were also other people on our plane that were connecting to that flight to LA. 
So we're like, they really just didn't give a fuck about us. Like they were like, okay, that's fine. We're going to keep on as planned. So we had to reschedule our flight, which wasn't horrible. The next flight was like an hour and a half later. So it was Friday at that point and we both watched Drag Race. So we just went to the bar and we got some food and we got some drinks and we just watched Drag Race until we had to get back on our flight. So it like wasn't horrible. If I was by myself, I would have been so pissed off and like grumpy. But at least I had someone to be stranded with in Texas. So yeah, you yeah. were telling me you guys watched Drag Race, and I was like, oh, that that's sweet. I mean, at least you were able to make something out of that unfortunate yeah. situation. I felt so bad because I, I know, like, I know the stress of ha- being in an airport and, like, un- in- inconvenient things happening. Like, it's, like, super frustrating. And so, yeah, I know I know the feeling. Uh, what time did you guys end up landing? I think you still ended up landing No, that's the funny part. Me. The funny part is yeah. that we got delayed for, like, two hours, and I still ended up back home before you i felt so bad i was like i'm home and you're like okay well i'm still in the air so <laughs> i so i i hacked that wi-fi on um <clears throat> also can i can i just say fuck what was it uh, american airlines fuck american can we i like somehow hacked into the wi-fi i didn't have to pay for anything i just was like clicking through trying to get free wi-fi somehow and then all of a sudden my wi-fi started working so i was like I guess I have free Wi-Fi, <clears throat> but like, yeah, um, I did two hour layover in North Carolina and from, that's why I think it, I think you were able to get, I think we ended up getting on our planes around the same time when you went to Dallas and then I went to Seattle. Um, so then, yeah, that Seattle flight, I had the whole row to myself on the way to Charlotte and then on the way to Seattle, I had both the whole row and I still could not get comfortable. I like tried laying my feet out on all the chairs. I really tried getting as comfortable as possible. And like, I just could not do it. And um, it was, it was so brutal. I wanted the flight to end so bad. Um, And then when I got home, I'm like talking with Emily and she's like, I'm sick right now. I'm so sick. I'm sick. And she was like, and like she had, Emily had been to Guatemala and had landed on Friday at 2 p.m was able to get the car and be home by like three and then had to wait until midnight to come pick me up. So she ended up coming to pick me up at midnight. But as soon as she got home, she said that all of a sudden she felt a cold coming and then her throat was hurting and she was like, I'm getting sick. And then I was like, oh no, like we move in a week. You cannot be sick right now. And um, sure enough, she picked me up and she was out of it. She's like, I'm so tired. I'm so sick. And I was like, okay, like I'll wear a mask in the car. We'll see. It will feel this out. And then um, we ended up driving home. She picked me up. She drove me home. And yeah, sure enough, she gets sick. I didn't get sick for like four days. And then all of a sudden yesterday, or I think two days ago, it like hit me. And um, now I'm sick. So it's been a journey for us. It's been a whole whole thing. And <clears throat> yeah, um, that last day was definitely the longest for me. I don't know if you felt that. It was definitely the longest, especially with the delays and everything. And yeah, it just felt strange a little bit because I feel like the event was the big thing. And then the next day we were just kind of waiting around until we could go back home. Cause like I was fully ready to go back home like the day before. So I was just like trying to, to last another day to finally go back and just 
sleep in my own bed and see my family. That's what I was missing. And I was like, oh my God, like we had plans to go to dinner that night too with some friends after I got back. So that sucked because I wasn't able to go. But yeah, it was super exhausting. The next day, I think I took a nap for like, I was taking naps all weekend, just like trying Mm -hmm. to recover and get back to normal. I will say, I did forget to mention, whenever we went to the butterfly exhibit, I think whenever we got picked up from the butterfly exhibit to get to like the airport. So (laughs) we got picked up by the same Uber driver that called us pretty like two days before. And so when he pulls up to the butterfly exhibit, he rolls his window down and is just like staring at me. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want? Like, and he was like, I remember you. And I was like, that's weird. And then I got into the car. After I got in the car, I recognized the car because we were just yeah. a couple days ago. And I was like, oh, okay. That's the same guy. And again, like I could see him staring in his rear mirror. So that was really great to like just be reconnected with him. Wait, it was so, oh my God. It was we have so to talk awkward. about the Uber driver. There's one last thing before we go. The one on, on Wednesday. The Wait, which guy. one? The, oh, the, the army guy. guy. So we got an Uber Wait, guy. wait, okay. It's clicking. Okay, I'm remembering yeah. now. Oh if my God. He, if you picture what a stereotypical Florida man looks and acts like, it was him. So we get into the car. He has like an, like an army sweater tied to the back of his chair on my side i don't know what the fuck was on the back of his chair on your side it was like a picture of a girl or something was it oh i'm sitting there and i'm looking at the back of the seat of the passenger seat and there's just like a hundred dollar bill like it's like a printed picture of a hundred dollar bill and on the face of the hundred dollar bill it's just some random girl and i'm like what and it's not like a like a child it's like like a like a like a teenager or something or like a young woman it's just a girl's face on this hundred dollar bill and i'm like what am i looking at right now (laughs) but we walk we get in the car and immediately there he's blasting what what music what was the band i forget it was i don't know i'm not a rock girl but it was definitely some like hardcore like Like metallica or something something. and his siri starts speaking and it's the fucking Terminator. Like, I was like, what? He's, so, oh my God. It, he's literally, the Terminator is talking and then he's like, the music is so loud. And then he's like, he's like yelling. He's like really about a road rage and it's just like cussing no, people out. Every he's time. He's definitely giving divorce Florida dad. That's what he definitely. was giving. Yeah, like anytime someone would like not make a turn, he'd be like, fucking dickhead like go you're so fucking stupid and i was like oh my god like are we safe like can you please just get us to the destination i will duck and roll out of this car like i don't care like just i just wanted to get out it's- oh my god and it smelled like bo smelled so like bad oh my god i was telling you like he the car smelled like wet good guitar- what did i say wet like guitar player something like that yeah like moldy guitar player like i can't explain it other than like it was just super super bad bo and like the whole environment like he had like an army sweater that was hanging there the whole thing was just like really like awkward and then when we get out he's like have a good day ladies and i'm like yeah i was like thanks you too i was just trying to be nice and respectful until i closed the door and exited the vehicle because i didn't want to be assassinated 
they were funny because what one day one of the ubers this is a different time the ubers were probably the funniest part like i looked at the uber driver and i'm like i just had a feeling i was like she's gonna talk to us because i love a silent uber and i I think you do too but i looked at at the picture and i was like i just have a vibe that she's gonna talk to us and i've never had someone talk more in my entire life she was really sweet though and it was like really cute conversation so I never felt uncomfortable with her. We even talked about how some Uber drivers make us uh, uncomfortable. And it was like a whole thing where we had like conversation about how like women feel unsafe in certain certain times in Ubers, especially like in the college town. And so like having the conversation with her was like really nice. But I, I did, I knew that it was going to be super talkative. So I think our Ubers were like the funniest, like weirdest experiences during um our whole trip. Yeah. That Uber driver was sweet, though. That lady. All the girl Uber drivers were sweet. And it was yeah. funny because, like, multiple times, like, if we would talk about, like, culture or race, they would, like, say something and then backpedal because they didn't want to be problematic. Oh, my God. Like, she was talking about, um, like, what she had for dinner or something. And she was like, oh, I went to the Chinese restaurant. I mean, oh, I, I mean, I went to the Asian restaurant. Um, <laughs> and I was like, girl, it's okay. Like... I think she was like talking about Thai food or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, there was, yeah, she was talking about like Indian kids and she, and then she, I don't know, it was just like really funny. Like, not funny in like a racist way, but funny is like she was like really trying to backpedal because she didn't want to come off as like problematic, but like you knew she meant well. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was really funny. But yeah, all those trips were interesting. We also had another one where we like the entire time we talked about like, the, the relationship with like race in Gainesville, which I, was a very like nice historical lesson, especially hearing like what someone from, like what a black person in Gainesville who grew up in Gainesville feels about the community and how it's changing. And so it was very interesting conversation to have with, with her. And so there was like, our Uber drivers, like there was not one single normal, intera- like quiet interaction. There was always a vibe or something happening in all of them, which I thought was super funny. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's pretty much the entire rundown of what we did that week with Spotify. It was super fun. Again, um, definitely a lot. It was very tiring and very taxing, but we did it. The event went amazing. There was an article that came out for Spotify's publications called On the Record. Um, There was also another article for The Alligator. The pictures were so beautiful. We honestly, we need to reach out and see if we can see like all of the other pictures that they had because I want to see them. I know. So I Evidently, there should be more coming. I think there are more okay. coming. So I, I think we'll see those soon. But yeah, I'm really excited about, about everything coming up and all that cool stuff. If you haven't already, go read the article on, uh, on Spotify's website. If you just type in girlish on Google, girlish, Spotify, girlish, anchor girlish making space the article should come up but or just go to our social medias we've like posted it everywhere but the pictures are beautiful and genuinely this making space project that we did that we were able to work on i love anchor and i love spotify for doing this like bringing a cool resource to the community you know i think we like are joking about like (laughs) the bad things that we experience like throughout the time or like the things that like are funny and goofy but like the overall messaging of that week was super positive and I think we were able to like really create a space that we felt really connected with and 
do something that we truly feel like we want to do and like represent in terms of our podcast. If, like I said, if I could do this every day, I would, if I could work with, you know, more uh, diversity and inclusion within local communities, I would, I think this is like Gage and I's wheelhouse where we absolutely love promoting diversity, promoting representation, wanting people to be able to have their voice and be able to be heard. So I'm super proud of what we did. And in the end of all of this, and I was telling you about this, I felt like this trip has made me feel so much closer to you in general. It was like very, I think we don't see each other that often. And so whenever we do, I feel like I get a little better understanding of you. And we've been friends for years, but it's always nice to be able to have those times together to like really connect. And it was really nice being able to like see you. So it was the whole thing was super sweet and I'm I'm really happy. Yeah, I think it's a an amazing experience just to be a part of or just the fact that Spotify and Anchor for some reason continue to reach out to us and like want us to participate in stuff, which is super like humbling, I guess, because you did mention a little bit earlier. I feel like we both have a little bit of imposter syndrome. I think we both kind of question why we get approached by people like this or places like this for opportunities because we don't think we're that big or we're that influential. Um, so it's just nice to be able to have those opportunities and also to do to do it together. I feel like we did get closer too. I feel like we, like every time we're in a different position, we kind of learn more about like how the other person reacts to like this type of situation or like around these types of personalities. So it was fun to like get to see ourselves like in that type of environment yeah so i'm just really proud of us and all that we've done so i guess i want to wrap it up on a positive note and just say that i'm super proud of us and everything um so with that being said follow us everywhere on social media um really like look at all these things that we're doing and read the articles because it's been super fun and yeah we'll see you guys in the next one and I promise we're done talking about this. We're actually going to like talk about other things now. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of things planned that we want to talk yeah, about. So we, we, will. we will truly be talking about other like actual things that are going on in the world. So period. Thank you for um, like drag race. <laughs> oh my god, and drag race because Olivia started watching. But anyways, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll see you guys <laughs> in the next one. <laughs>